Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Getting well and staying well, that's living vibrantly. Goshen Health can get you there. Feel better, do more, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Service. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Today's episode is The Sound of Service, featuring Chris Kingsley, the CEO of La Casa here in Goshen and in Elkhart County. The Sound of Service is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Uh, Chris, welcome. Uh, it's great Thanks. to have a conversation about La Casa and uh you know, it's interesting because if you if you Google La Casa, you get like a nonprofit housing uh, agency and, and a couple of other definitions, but it really is so much more. As much as possible, give us a capsule definition of what the agency offers here in Goshen. Yeah, well, first, thanks for having me on, Vince. <laughs> good, to, good to be here. Um, yeah, La Casa has been working in Goshen for 52 years now, so we've been around... Um, and we've done a lot of different things over those years. Really, we are we what we do as an agency is we do community development, mm -hmm. um, and and we talk about it as comprehensive community development. But we focus strongly on housing, certainly. Um, but we also we also focus on wealth building, and we focus on on strengthening households. So um, and we and we focus on strong neighborhoods. So that's really those three strategies are at the core of any kind of service or program um, that we offer. But the basic idea is people do better when they have stable housing. Uh, we work on housing on a number of different fronts. Uh, we, do, we do a lot of educating and counseling with people who want to be home buyers. Uh, we also provide uh, rental housing, mm -hmm. good uh, uh, rental housing for people, um, particularly people with lower incomes. Um, and we do those, all of those programs throughout the county. Um, but, but I, I would say those three strategies are, are big pieces for us and particularly in communities, um, with less resources. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when, and when you look at it, it's, it's interesting because, uh, well, and, and I plead guilty to this. One of the reasons I gave you a call is because it is at the top of the discussion uh, table right now, housing in Goshen, housing in Elkhart County. I think you could say housing over most of the country is something that we're all talking about. And folks at La Casa have to be tempted every once in a while to be sitting in the boardroom going, uh, hello, we've been talking about this for about four decades now. It's something that you've addressed, as you said, whether it's rental units or uh, a path to home ownership or whether providing uh, housing through things like the Hawks building, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, you've got a wide array or even, you know, with the help a house program where you help existing housing improve to become more stable. This has been at the core of what you folks do. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's it has been an interesting period here when everybody is is screaming housing. And, and you're right. We're saying, well, I guess we don't have to scream as loud right now because <laughs> everybody is, is seeing. Um, but it's it, we all know it. Uh, if you're an employer, you know that stable housing means a stronger workforce. Um, you know, if you're, it, we, we see it all around us and, and frankly, um, the amount of people who are looking for quality housing, stable housing right now, um, we know it's a large number. Um, and, 
So it's, yeah, it's brought attention to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an issue that's, that's long been near and dear to us. Well, let me, let me rewind just a little bit. Tell us a little bit about Chris Kingsley and, and how you came to La Casa and then how the passions ignited once you got here. Sure. Sure. Well, I, I've, I grew up in the County. I, I grew up in Elkhart, um, went to high school actually at Bethany. And that was, you know, my first foray into Goshen. Um, didn't know much about La Casa. I I've lived now in Goshen for the last 20 years. Um, and it wasn't until, uh, about 12 years ago that I saw a job posting for financial, uh, financial educator role. Mm-hmm. This was kind of right in the, in the heart of the great recession. And I, I thought, well, that's a real interest of mine. I can't believe there's a position like that uh, available to people in the community. So, um, I applied and, and got involved in La Casa. I will say that my dad was, a uh, 40 year nonprofit guy. He worked at ADAC. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I grew up, uh, watching him, you know, go to work in a nonprofit environment, really loved his job, loved the the type of mission he was able to serve. So I think that got in my blood some, and, and when I got involved with, with La Casa, I had been in Christian ministry, um, in, in previous okay. roles. Um, and, and it really connected, um, this idea of what what got in my blood was that we would work with people who had had fewer opportunities, typically had maybe more challenges or barriers that they were facing, but the people we work with, they really want to get past those and they're looking for a better future and they're willing to work for it. And so the, the programs I got into immediately with, with, um, you know, building people's financial capabilities, uh, literacy, but also building, helping them work in programs that build saving and and tackled credit issues. It took real work on their part, but it, we we would meet them in the middle with programs that could that could really serve them and and equip them. So I would I was uh, immediately I, I was always inspired by the work I would see these people doing, conquering barriers and and and, mm-hmm. and beating challenges, and that got in my blood. That that's the that's kind of the you know, from my past, the, the pastor in me, that's the cheerleader in me that loves go. to see people succeed. Um, and I felt like we had really good programs to, to do that. And, and we do it in a lot of different ways, whether it be just for a, from a stable rental uh, unit environment that allows you to focus on other areas of improvement mm-hmm. all the way toward home ownership as a goal. We've just seen a lot of, of, of families change their trajectory. Um, and that, 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 that gets me going. <laughs> so, and I don't want to say that your passion then superseded your sanity, but okay. <laughs> you know, as an athletics guy, um, you know, Gene Bartow took over for John Wooden. That didn't go very well. Dan Devine took over for Eric Parsegian, won a national championship and nobody at Notre Dame still cares. You took over for Larry Gauchy. <laughs> That's big shoes. Did you ever sit back and go, um, I don't know. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> of course. No, uh, uh, Larry was an amazing leader for La Casa for 17 years and really, uh, I would say a transformative leader, mm-hmm. uh, in the community. And so, um, yes, coming into, to the role, I, I, you have to have a dose of crazy, um, to take a role like this. And I think I do have a dose of crazy. So guilty as charged. <laughs> um, and, but, and you just do your best and you recognize that, you're not going to fill those shoes in the same way that he mm-hmm. walked in those. And you hope to bring your own unique skill sets and strengths right. um, and, and hope that the, those are appropriate for the next 
phase of an organization like ours. If there was one thing that that stood out more than anything else, growing as you did under Larry's leadership, what would what would be at the top of that list? Well, Larry, his ability, his vision for, I mean, I think that, frankly, I'm just going to say the Hawks building. Look mm-hmm. at the Hawks building. Oh, yeah. um, that is a great uh, encapsulation of Larry Gauchi. He's a guy who was able to look at that building, um, you know, hear out people in the community saying, you're crazy. Um, and he's, he had a vision for it, and he would push for that vision uh, he would get the right people to the table, um, and and he would he would make a deal. He would make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's I always think of of Larry as a guy who could he could make a deal and he could make something work that didn't look like it should be able to work. Shoots and Haddle Building on Lincoln, uh, mm-hmm. you know, iconic restorations in Goshen. I think that's that's a real signature of Larry. And so when I growing under him. Um, that was always an inspiration to see how he could make something work that you thought, boy, how's he going to pull this off? Well, and, and when you look at the Hawks and for those of us who walk by it on a regular basis, uh, traveling the mill race and in, in, in that neighborhood, uh, its occupancy rate has remained steady since the doors opened for the most part, the target audience, uh, that you had when you first opened the Hawks has remained steady. It has been a success. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a successful project, um, and and it it really embodies La Casa at our best. I mean, we we are known for you know, and and particularly here in Goshen, we're known for historic renovation. Mm-hmm. We're, we're we're known for you know reuse, uh, adaptive reuse of property. So so we're we're doing a couple of things at once when we do that. We're we're creating very high quality housing that's affordable to, to working families, but we're doing it also while increasing the beauty, uh, in our, in our community. Mm-hmm. So you look at that building, you know, I walked by that on the mill race, you know, for, for many years and thought, boy, what, what would that, what could that look like? Um, and we see what it can look like now. So that's what we love. We love when, when a project that we can do is giving good housing, but it's also strengthening the economic development of an area it's it's enhancing the beauty of an area, and I think over the years we've had a lot of those projects, um, and that's that's kind of the sweet spot for us. Well, it's kind of appropriate that the sponsor of this segment is DJ Construction, right. uh, because the Shoots and Haddle Building is a DJ project, the Hawks is a, is a DJ project. Uh, they're an example of the partnerships, yep. not just DJ, but other Certainly. construction companies as well. The example of the partnership that the Hawks and our local developers, home improvement people, et cetera, have been able to undertake. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's it is those local partnerships. Um, you know, a, you know, a shameless, shameless uh, jumping in here. <laughs> DJ's been a wonderful partner for mm-hmm. us. We've had a lot of wonderful uh, partners and you know contracting partners, but also you know on a project like that, just the way that the arts community. Um, jumped on board to, to to support projects like that. Things like Arts on the Mill Race. Now that's a recurring event mm-hmm. that started right right at the time when when uh, when the Hawks Building was being being renovated. Um, we we are our best work happens when there's broad community buy in mm-hmm. and 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 appropriate partnerships to push things forward. Well, and we've seen also public partner uh, pu- public private partnerships. Um, Scott Savon and his group come in and do sure. the second half of the Hawks building. Yep. And 
you know, there are some tweaks. There are probably some folks who raise their eyebrows or what have you. But overall, it's a pretty good neighborhood situation. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be we, you know, we're watching obviously a lot of other development mm-hmm. happening um, further south on the mill race, uh, other development that we hope happens, you know, right mm-hmm. around the the Hawks property. So, um, again, a great example of, you know, we we we're happy to make and, and be a part of these investments again, that we want to see stable housing as we do it, but we also hope that it attracts other investment because your best outcome is when you've got a, a mix of incomes mm-hmm. in, in a neighborhood, a mix of uses in a neighborhood that all can complement each other. Well, and you go just right down the street from where we're chatting right now, uh, Jefferson and seventh, you've got two Multifamily housing at the Hawks, and now we've got homes that yep. are being built homes for home uh, at, at 7th and in, 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 uh, uh, Jefferson here. Tell us a little bit about that project. Yeah, so we've got, uh, we were able to secure some funding that, that's helping us do single-family home ownership infill projects. We've got four of them going right now in Goshen. We've got two of, the, two of them here on South 7th Street, another one on Crescent, another one on North 7th Street. Um, so those are going to be uh, really nice homes that are new new construction available to families who are who are working and earning eighty percent or lower of the area median income. Mm-hmm. Um, so, frankly, right now um, it's really hard to get into home ownership uh, at any price point. Uh, it's competitive. Um, we all know the story by now. These homes will be available to to people who are really struggling in the market to find. And they're they're having trouble winning the bidding wars, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but but they'll be they'll be great new homes. They'll strengthen the neighborhood. Um, we we always like it when we can do some of both. We've got we've done restorations of multifamily properties in mm-hmm. that same neighborhood to be able to pair that with some single family home ownership. Um, that's always a really strong combo for a neighborhood. So the La Casa resume speaks for itself. Uh, let's let's look into the future a little bit. Uh, put your dreamer hat on. If, if Chris Kingsley is just, you know, kind of got his head on the pillow and thinking about what La Casa is going to be able to accomplish in community partnerships over this next year, over five years, what are some of the things that go to the top of that list? Yeah, well, um, we we want to, I, I think of a couple of buckets of things. Mm-hmm. I think of what what can be the next big project, the next larger whether it's a historic res- uh, restoration, whether it's new construction, um, what's the, what's the next you know larger project that that brings some multifamily housing online? That's one thing I think about, and what are the right partnerships to make it happen? I think even as we do things like that, we want to make sure we're pairing that with these you know w- whether it be you know three unit a four unit restoration getting into neighborhoods and making sure that if, if it's an infill possibility, we want to make sure we're always doing, even though we need housing at scale, neighborhoods still need infill. They need, they need renovations. They need owner occupied repair. So keeping those types of things going, um, that's more of a micro approach, but it's building neighborhoods. But then I think about, we, we want to be, you know, we, we offer a lot of financial capabilities, financial empowerment training, um, we're starting to do more partnerships, both with local nonprofits, but also workplaces, um, getting in there because we're fortunate in our County to have, at least in the last few years, higher earning, uh, jobs available 
Um, but you still need to know how to manage that money. And um, financial literacy continues to be a gap. So yeah, when I look forward, I picture La Casa having strong partnerships where we're getting in, we're training around financial capabilities, but we're also building housing both on a small scale and on a large sale, scale at the same time, but also continuing to, to reach every demographic. We want to make sure that you know we, we continue to have bilingual counselors who can reach Spanish-speaking only population, but, but, but are also able to serve the whole population here in, in Goshen, um, continuing to reach people with uh, immigration services, other, other services that meet people where they're at. I got to tell you, Chris, uh, the future looks bright. And the pastor comes out into you almost every answer you give. Appreciate you being with us and good luck moving forward. My pleasure. Thanks nice for to having have you me. a part of the conversation. The Sound of Service is presented by DJ Construction, decidedly different. The Sound of the Economy, the Sound of Success, the Sound of Service, and the Sounds Around Town. They're all a part of the Sound of Goshen presented by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Vince Turner.